powered by Sports Interaction, Canada's Sportsbook. It's March Mania at Sports Interaction. NHL, NBA, March Madness, MLB, and so much more. It's bananas. Play Pinata Picks and Minute Madness, exclusive games with insane odds you can't play anywhere else. Make your next bet with Sports Interaction. Download the app using the QR code you see at the bottom of the screen or head to sportsinteraction.com sdpn to get started. 19 and older, please play responsibly. Welcome Leafs fans to Game Over Toronto. My name is Harnish and I'm joined by my co-host Fouad as the Leafs took on sworn enemies, Montreal Canadiens. Fouad, tell me why you're doing the Jets. The, the Jets. Because Jet Alexander, uh-huh. uh, we have a goaltending controversy. Find out at 10. <laughs> I have a guy's song. I'm leaving on a jet plane. And I don't know if I'll be back again. Uh, the e-bug showed up with a minute left in the game. Um, should have been like about half the game earlier. Um, exactly. He should have came in in that second period. We'll talk about Sammy going down, but yeah, he should have been there way uh, earlier. Great though to see him out there. First of all, I loved seeing a young guy. He's a 23 year old, a UFT, ba- uh, UFT goalie, um, UFT. seeing him just step on the ice. Even if it was just for that minute and like 10 seconds, I think it was like 70 seconds. Whatever, man. That made yeah. his night. You know he loved life. every moment out there. And even seeing Czar talking to him on the bench and everything. Fantastic. Great for him. Ryan O'Reilly. I hope they I hope they give him like the I'm sure you're gonna see the social media posts, but I'm sure they're gonna give him like a when he walks in the locker room, they're probably gonna give him that like water bottle shower, even though like he didn't really do anything. But yeah, you know, I think that would be a cool thing to do. But yeah, like <laughs> UFT, it's so like have there any been actual actual substantial NHL players that have come out of youth sports? Because I don't know. I was actually having this conversation with somebody. I was like, I mean, it seems the only two paths is Europe, or the only three paths, it's usually the European League, NCAA, or Junior. I've never seen someone come straight from, like, U sports and actually have a career. If somebody knows that, let me know in the chat, because I'm interested. I'm interested to see if that's the case. But Yeah, well... They'll, they'll let us know in the chats. One person in the chat, uh, Mikey Lab, uh, he said, what happened to Wall? So Wall was actually reassigned to the Marlies. And the reason for that is the Leafs are um, are hoping to get Matthew Nyes into the lineup as soon as possible. They're playing uh, a quick update on that. Uh, they're in the third period and Minnesota's one uh, up one against uh, Quinnipiac. I, I hope I'm saying that right. Quinnipiac. Uh, yeah, but they're they're up one uh, they're up two to one against them. Quick update: it's the championship game. Tune in and watch that after the show if you want to take a look at that as well. Uh, we have two guys up there, um, but yeah, let's talk about the game. The Leafs won against the Habs seven one in in absolute humiliating fashion. It was fantastic. This game was- had it all. We had <laughs> Marner beating his season high uh, point total. He had. Uh, I think he it, was it 98 or 99 after that. Uh, did he get another? I think point he got that? 99. But did they that give 99. him the assist on that 6-1 Matthews goal where he genuinely passed in the puck? He genuinely had the assist, but because it deflected off the Montreal player there and went right back to Matthews' stick, and he impressively somehow dragged that back in like one fell swoop into the back of the net. I don't think yeah. there's anybody else on earth who could do that. Crazy. But- well, we'll talk more about him as well. And then we also had William Nylander getting a goal. Matthews getting another Finally. goal. Fantastic. But the big story of tonight is Samsonov, in my opinion. Samsonov, in that second period, 
he my heart fell in my chest. I mean, he tried to make a stretch in save, um, or he tried to make a stretch in, uh, I guess, like to try to cover up his post. And when he extends, he's instantly Winston. He's yeah. Winston. His hands drop on the ice and that's, my heart dropped. You cannot the, make a run in the playoffs without Sammy. You need him yeah, there. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's the, so that's the kind of goalie injury that like makes you really afraid because you know, sometimes, you know, in the case of a Matt Murray, I mean, obviously his injury is serious if it's like, a, it seems like it's like a concussion mm-hmm. or something adjacent to that. But because that's a freak injury, it's like, okay, you know, that's something that can, that can happen anytime. But when somebody, when a goalie goes down and comes up favoring their groin, that's like terrifying because yeah. their whole job is their groin. It's like their, their groin, their knees and their hips. And especially you and, saw him tweak it in that Bruins yeah. game as well. That's when he was out long term, right? Um, so it's an area I mean, of concern, big area of concern. Like, and I honestly, like, I don't want to l- talk about a negative or lead with a negative in this game because it was a seven, one garden variety. Yeah. <laughs> but Sheldon Keith, I think they should have went to, with, to jet Alexander, like a period at that point. I think they should have went with jet Alexander. They exactly. were up four one. First of all, that was not a game. That was a practice at the Ford performance center down the street from where I am right now. <laughs> But at that point, like, even if, God forbid, Montreal were to come back and win, it doesn't really matter because, like, whatever, right? Like, there's locked in to home ice pretty much. I mean, Tampa Bay just lost 7-4. And we're exactly. pretty much locked in, we're locked into home ice. So putting Jen Alexander in there, obviously not ideal. You don't want to have a guy, like, you know, as cool as a story it is, is, you don't want to have a guy that just came from, like, taking classes in life science at UFC in your net. Like, it's not an ideal situation, but man, it, unless Samsonov just said like, I, I farted and I, that's why I winced or something. Then if it wasn't like, it, if he said, I have no pain, it's not anything, no problem to it. Like if he played with pain, I'm like, I'm pretty upset with Sheldon Keith at that point. Yeah. I think you protect he... that man at all costs. He's it's one week, one week from now, he's going to be in net. Like, yeah. At home against Tampa Bay, like that exactly. is very concerning. So. I think he, I think he, he was fine. Like he, you saw him after. Uh, there was a couple plays later, and then he had a talk with uh, the Leafs athletic trainer, and um, they had yeah. a chat. He looked all right. They gave him the thumbs up, and Sammy went straight back in. To his credit, he made a couple great saves in he that same period. He looked the, good. The remainder of that period, fantastic. Made a couple athletic mm. saves. He didn't look like he was. Uh, he was wincing from any any of it. it. Didn't look like it was affecting affecting him at all. But to your point, and I agreed with you exactly. I tweeted about this. I don't care. Players, <laughs> any type of athlete. What's the one thing that they they will play through because they're they're they're, they're competitive and they're athletes at, at heart, right? They're gonna go yeah. through and they're gonna want to finish off the game, right? They're too yeah. strong for their own body in in some senses, yeah. right? So especially hockey players, like. Unless they're so injured that they cannot even put weight on their leg, they're going to play. I mean, obviously exactly. in the playoffs, we've heard of, like, Patrice Bergeron played with an actual hole in his lung, which is, <laughs> he shouldn't have done that. But, I mean, we shouldn't even, like, we shouldn't even celebrate that because that's just freaking dangerous. But to that point, they are too tough for their own good. Exactly. Uh, and I'm sure Samsonov is no different. Do I have any doubt that he's going to play in the the first round series? No, I I don't think I'm pretty sure he probably just had a cramp. Maybe like that's my hope, and that they're like, is this a cramp? Like I I'm hoping they wouldn't be so irresponsible as to play him injured on a meaningless game versus a tanking 
Montreal team. I'm hoping so. Exactly. <laughs> you hope so, right? Like and, this is the faith we have in Sheldon Keith, right? Yeah, and and you you hit the nail um right there. I think at this point, the remainder of the games in the season take him off. We'll we'll talk a little bit more about resting players um in just a bit. But yeah, I, I think he should have been pulled right then and there, especially that third period. Yeah. He got a guy, um, Jet Alexander. It's let let him have his moment, let him shine. I know he got 70 seconds of the end, great, but he should have had that entire period. Who cares? It's a nothing game. Uh yeah. if the if the Habs came back and, and absolutely just demolished us, I don't care. Have have your laugh. We'll let uh we'll let Mark and um uh, Mark and Andrew giggle at us a little bit here and there, poke some fun. Yeah, but yeah. No, who's, yeah, no, who's going to be in the playoffs talking afterwards, oh, right? Hey, hey, listen, Andrew, if you're watching this back, Harness said that, not me. <laughs> uh, I didn't say anything wrong. Take it the to Habs. the bank, baby. The Habs are great. We love the Habs too. We love both teams as equally. Um, uh, Jaden actually pointed this out. I didn't notice this. Eric Gustafson with three points. How about that? He that. was sneaky tonight. I mean, I, I'm pretty sure like everybody had three points. <laughs> yeah. If you didn't have three points, you're back skated tomorrow. If you didn't have three points, honestly. Yeah, he, but he was he was a little sneaky. I mean that um that Matthew or sorry the first goal that Marner goal that was a little bit weird. Where um I think that was it, it seemed like it was some kind of miscommunication. I don't think they drew up the play correctly and Gus yeah. kind of messed up a little bit there. Still fantastic became a goal but that jt goal um that was spearheaded off of gustafson playing the net really hard and getting the pass up and that goal was going to get called back the the habs tried to review it o'reilly um was shoved in the back by matheson to um his own goaltender and uh luckily it was it was the the goal stood it yeah. should have been a goal matheson pushing o'reilly into their own goaltender like, come on, what are you going to do in that situation? But yeah, to your point, Gustafson, he played really well there. And yeah. that's another guy who hasn't been having a lot of minutes. The reason why he was even in the game tonight was because we were resting Morgan Riley and TJ Brody, right? So Lilligren and uh, Gustafson got the call up and they played great. I mean, in a game when you win 7-1, everyone's going to be playing great, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But still nice to see. Hope so. <laughs> yeah, you, it's still nice to see at least that uh, if you do call them up here and there um, in their specific niche roles, they'll excel. They'll do great, right? And uh, the first, uh, I think for the first period, and then in the first period, because it was so eventful, almost forgot about this. David Camp almost pulled off at an actual Michigan. Yeah. <laughs> it was closer than it looked because he had it. He didn't get it all the way up above the bar. But he was like mid-bar there. I don't it was know a what, good effort. Good effort. I don't know what possessed his soul. The man who has like, like what 12 career NHL goals something like that <laughs> like that's not his role and this guy's like no this is how little I care about playing the Habs on April 8th 2023 I'm gonna try a Michigan like would that not be the greatest Leafs goal of all time like <laughs> well, ben, take it to the bet that would have been the best Leafs goal I've seen ever just because okay. of the ridiculousness that's of it. That's a lot, but the ridiculousness this game, of it. I can agree with this game in particular <laughs> best Leafs Just, game Leafs goal of all time We'll see. <laughs> yeah. But still, less, just less seeing him of all time. Seeing yeah. him even like try to attempt it. Oh my god, it was so cool. I love it. It's one of those oh. things where I wish I could even attempt that. I I don't have the hand eye coordination to even try to do. How that. is it physically possible to do that? Magic. I always wondered just throw how a little they sauce on there because like it like it defies the laws of gravity. I've never played hockey, so like. It defies the laws of gravity to me to think that you can just put the puck on there and it just stays there. Yeah. <laughs> More Michigans, please. 
<laughs> hey, a yeah. couple of guys who had some good goals tonight, though. Um, like we mentioned, William Nylander got one. Uh, Marnie got uh, got two. Matthews, Bunce got in there. JT, all a lot of guys got involved in, in there. Um, I want to put put some uh, notice on Marner and Nylander. Even though Nylander only had one goal today, he was flying out there. Yeah. He had a couple Much great needed. chances. Um, and even that top line of Bunton, Matthews, and Marner, man, these guys were insane. They really, really looked like they were trying to convince Keith that we need to be together starting the playoffs. Like, they, they were on something tonight. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, yeah, they're they're clicking at the right time together. I mean, when has Marner not clicked this season? I mean, he's been the most consistent performer on the team. He's got 99 yeah. points. Like, And, yeah, having them together, like, sometimes I, I waver back and forth on having them together because, like, because Marner is the I, – I think the thing is we know about Marner now. He's the straw that stirs the drink on both lines. So when you have him with Tavares, him and Tavares make beautiful music together. And then – you know, Matthews can still dominate by himself. So sometimes I do still like them separated because you still have those two all-world talents on two separate lines. So you functionally have 40 minutes of them in the playoffs, just one after the other, right? So mm-hmm. I I usually like the stagger approach, especially like going to the playoffs. But man, if they're if they're clicking on all cylinders, I mean, who who am I to say to take them apart, right? I mean, that's that they, they are kind of like the, they are a inseparable duo. Yeah, exactly. Um, and another thing to note, uh, you talked about loading up the lines. Ryan O'Reilly, he actually returned on that second line with JT yeah. on the side, right? Uh, Callie Yarncrock, he's day-to-day. He uh, picked up an, an injury and he was off uh, for the day. But yeah, talk about loading it up. Like Keith mentioned before the game that he wanted to get some more minutes with uh, with Riley. Um, O'Reilly, sorry. O'Reilly, yeah. <laughs> um, man in that second line. Just because... In in the in the playoffs, if there's a situation where you really need to load up on those two lines, it gives them some flexibility. And boy, did it work! Right, they had some success earlier on when they were playing together, and tonight again, um, they had a lot of success. They were playing really hard, and um, it was nice to see them connected again. Right? Yeah, yeah, totally. I mean, I yeah, I, I, I'm just so curious to what the plan's going to be. Like, I'm really curious to see what lines are going to happen for the playoffs like that mm-hmm. is like it's it's almost like it's like tune in next week to find out the lines because <laughs> like Sheldon Keith it seems to be playing it close to the chest I'm so curious to see like do you think he's going to end up on that top in that top six or is it going to be the the three-headed monster because I I don't know Sheldon Keith is a hard guy to read I think it's it's um I think having that flexibility is fantastic. You're you're not gonna have a wrong answer with this, but I think having uh having Ryan O'Reilly, man, that's that third line, um, is is the way that he should be going with, uh, because so. like it, it just worked so freaking well, right? We saw the last couple of games he was uh he was paired up, um, uh, alongside uh who was it? Was it Laffins? Sorry, no, I can't remember. Um, but he was he he was paired up and and he looked like he was uh he was playing really really well on that third line. Sorry, I'm thinking about it. Who was it? Was it Kerf Kerfin Achari? I think. Yeah, Kerfin yeah. Achari. Kerfin Achari. Th- that's where he he paired up with them, and they looked great um mm-hmm. together, right? So I think having the three headed monster of Matthews up top, John Tavares on that second line, third line with Ryan O'Reilly, that's going to be great. Uh, we talked about about Matthew Nyes, right? Obviously, I don't think that he's going to get the call up, but. 
Um, that's another player that in the future, <laughs> if they do decide to keep Riley O'Reilly, he, I think he he pairs up really well with them. I think he he would match up, and that would be an insane three lines. Is that like not going to happen for the playoffs? I keep seeing conflicting reports. Like, is there? No chance that they just slot him in game one of the playoffs. I mean, it I seems so. kind of crazy that they would, considering yeah. it's just like welcome to the show at in the playoffs. Yeah, I I agree. Like he, he, it'd be great if he just came in and scored four five goals in the first round series. I mean, that would yeah blow up my mind. But exactly, I I agree. Like it, it's wishful thinking. Way. I think I think it's like everyone's just just over the moon. They're just excited to have Matthew Nyes in the, in the lineup or try to see him. Um, and that's great. But I think you, you got to stick with the guys who have kind of proved it a little bit more this year. I mean, Matthew Nyes, he's still a young guy, man. He's like what, 20 years old. Um, yeah. give him some time to develop. I think this year, um, I, I think next year to start off, maybe you can, you can see how he works, but I don't, I don't think you shake up the lineups and you shake up the chemistry this late on. Yeah. Uh, he, if they, there are some injuries though, like, who knows? You could call him up, right? Have. Yeah, find out what you have, right? I mean, hey, exactly. sometimes these young guys, you throw them in there. Like, let's just say, I mean, he's he's in a championship round right now. Yeah. You just poured him to the NHL. He might be so on a high from winning or being so close to the NCAA championship that, like, he might just still be in a winning mode. He just might just be like, hey, yeah, I'm ready. I'm confident. <laughs> I mean, some of these young guys, like, there's a theory that I've heard this a lot in sports where it's like they're so young that they don't know any better. So it's yeah. like they don't know the stakes. They don't know the weight of all the losing. So he might just come in carefree and just ready to roll. Maybe if they're having trouble in the playoffs, they're down 2-1 and Matthews and Marner and Tavares, they're they're hanging their heads and Matthew Nice, like, let's go, boys. I don't know. I'm just <laughs> thinking, I'm just trying to write a sports movie for the Leafs, like an Air Bud 2, Air Bud 5. I don't know how many Air Buds they made, but... That would be the case. Hey, like, I mean, they they are hey, still could... up to one, right? Against uh, yeah. in that NCAA finals, right? So maybe he comes off a win. Maybe he <laughs> has some fun and he keeps that that going, right? Uh, I know Dubis. Um, he was he was super interested. I think he was there for that semifinals um, a couple days ago against the uh, against the Boston against Boston University, I believe. He was there scouting that game. Um, mm. So yeah, like it's. It, he's clearly a piece that we are going to be playing with um, very, very soon, right? I mean, now, you're going to have two wingers coming back. like Because if you think about it, they're going to have two new wingers next season. Like We almost always forget because it's so early in the season, but you still have Nick Robertson in the system. I know he's... Exactly, you know, and Pontus he, Holmberg, playing, too. Pontus is playing yeah, very well, too. They Like, the Leafs have a decent future. I mean, you just, like, all we care about right now is what's going to happen in the next three to four weeks. Yeah. So it's really hard to even think about the future of the team because it's, like, very murky if it doesn't go the way we want it to go. But if you look objectively, you do have three good young players you can throw in there and some others coming in through the Marley. So it, it, it's it's decent. Like, I, I don't think they're going to lose a lot as far as cap crunch. I think they're going to be able to survive their cap crunch. Um, knowing how flexible and how creative they are with <laughs> with the balance sheet. Uh-huh. Um, but it's so interesting to you about, I want to go back to Matthews because I didn't realize something until I saw it on the broadcast that he has more assists than he has goals. I think it's 39 goals and 42 assists, which I was kind of weird. It was kind of unthinkable. I remember, a, I don't know what season it would have been, maybe the 2019 season, 2019-2020 season. And, like, going into that year, he's like, I want to have more assists than goals. And a lot of Leaf fans are like, okay, well, we, we appreciate the sentiment, but that's probably not going to happen. And 
lo and behold, he's going to do it. Unless he has like a four four goals in the next two games, which is entirely possible because he's he is on another level right now. But I don't know. I think it's a maturation in his game. I think he's he's becoming like as he grows into being 25, he's becoming a man now. And it's he's starting to really round out his game and become an all-around player. Like I want to compare it to Steve Eiserman. Like obviously Steve Eiserman, most of his time I wasn't watching because I was a toddler. But when Steve Eiserman first came in the league. I'm looking at his hockey DB. He had like 60 goals, 50 goals, 55 goals, like a lot of like just eye-popping numbers. And then the years that they win the Cups in the mid-90s, he has like 25, 30 goals. So he completely kind of changed his game in order to be wi- to be a winning player. So I'm really hoping that Nate might be a good a good omen. What do you think? Yeah, well, I think the big thing with Matthews um this season specifically was that injury, right? He's he's been nursing that yeah. that injury for the majority of the season. Um, and he was even off like just recently with with that um with that wrist injury, right? So yeah. I think a big portion of that, because you see the way that he shoots, he's a wrist shot. Um he that's his bread and bread and honey, right? That's where he he gets his goals and not bread having and honey? Huh? Bre- you what say is bread it? and honey? Well, what is it? Bread and bread and that? butter. Bread and butter. Sorry, yeah, I'm very you. bad you at just, this. You just change up all of the cliches. I love it. My bad. You're, my you're, bad. You're amazing. No, I love it. It's creative. <laughs> Let Art me just changing the game with cliches. <laughs> Oopsie. <laughs> but no, going. I'm sorry. Go on. No, it's okay. It's okay. Um, yeah. So I, I think like him, um, him having that wrist injury that forced him or that, that restricted his ability to score goals. Right. You saw yeah. he was, he was just a little slow. Um, he, he seemed like he was favoring uh, the other side and he, he just like, wasn't playing as Austin Matthews. Right. So I think that forced him to pick up other areas of his game. Like we talked about, um, significantly throughout this whole season, his, his ability to play well defensively too. Right. And that's because he, with his, um, with his injury and his I guess like uh his restriction on on how well he can score goals in the situations he's gonna I mean, have he's, to if his, if his exactly just sore, he's gonna he's have to pick up best, other yeah. areas and and that other areas like you mentioned is being able to drive plays uh create opportunities for his teammates and also be fantastic defensively which are all key Big. areas that are that are going to be important come the playoffs and for the rest of his career right yeah. Yeah, I mean that. Like that's the thing. You need all those things in the playoffs. Like the goals. Uh, it's kind of what we saw last season. Like he didn't score at a sixty goal pace in the first round last season. You know he had he had a few goals. He had a good series, but like you're just a lot of times you're not going to just go in from the regular season tearing it up and like having a sixty goal season. I, I mean McDavid honestly might because he's different, but it, from almost every other player, the game kind of slows down, becomes a little bit harder to create that space. So if he can do all those other things, like he's going to be able to create a lot more opportunities for himself and everyone else. Like it's hard to, like the big four right now, I think are playing the best going into the playoffs collectively that they've had in this whole era. What do you think? I no, I I completely agree. Um, This is the first time, well, fingers crossed uh, where it seems like we're heading in with almost a fully healthy team and we're going to, bring that up a little bit more later on too but yeah seeing them um all contribute and and just getting going and whatnot is fantastic to see but i don't want to see an injury right we talked about sammy getting um like seeing like looking like he tweaked something um tampa is banged up 
the Bruins are banged up. The Leafs at this point, they are pretty lucky. Our guys are are yeah. pretty healthy as of right now. The only guy that's that's out, we mentioned it, Cali Yarncroft. He's day to day right now, and obviously um, with Matt Murray, he's looking like he might be ramping up to come back. Uh, there's a reason why they per- they decided to put Wall uh, back to the Marlies and and favor bringing back Matthew Nyes instead. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like we, this game, in my mind, I was I was looking at this game and I was like, hey, the Leafs have nothing to play for. The the Habs, they really got nothing to play for. Uh, at this point, I think that it's going to be an easy going game and and um, relatively easy going as far as Leafs versus Habs games tend to go. Yeah. That's for sure. But I, I thought they would take it. I thought they would take the brakes off a little bit, right? Or uh, put the brakes on, right? Yeah. But no, like it was a tough game and you saw a couple fights break out i mean uh that simmer on uh uh i can't b- yeah. remember the the exact player that he fought oh, pizzetta pizzetta yeah the, exactly the, uh, that that happened just, i mean he tko'd him right like i was oh yeah dude why would like, you ever fight wayne simmons that's all he can do right now is fight that's yeah, all he you know what it was do. you know what i think it was <laughs> the habs they were down 2-0 um at this point in, in, in the first period it was pretty early on and you know what they they said they said Screw it. We're losing this hockey game. Uh, the UFC fight is on tonight. Uh, fuck it. Let's have Pizzetta throw it down and maybe we can win a fight. But too bad Pizzetta chose the wrong man. He chose the boogeyman Simmer. And uh, just like Pereira uh, knocked out Izzy, Simmer knocked out Pizzetta. <laughs> so apparently, yeah. Um, yeah. And Simmer, that's good. Like, it, it seems like this is it looks like it, the way they're talking, this might be his last game i i don't think nor do i think they should play wayne simmons in the playoffs i, I unless well unless you, you never know because like think just, about it he's a big body guy and in, in like in a, he has a very niche role where let's say if the game start to get start going out of hand like this game was you need a big guy there. Like he picked up the the gloves and, and threw down Pizzetta. Yeah. And then when Bunce got cross checked, we'll talk about that uh, that specific that. situation because it fucking tilted me. But um, <laughs> I am very heated with the refs on that. Oh, oh. Uh, we got so, we got to get you heated now. I, I'm I'm gonna not, go let's off. Let's not waste on that. the heated. I want to see you go. I want to see you want me to talk about that gears. right now. Oh God. Okay. Tell us what grinds so your gears. Harsh. That that whole situation for those of you that that are that need a recap on that. Um. The Leafs are up 5-1 at this point, right? It's in the third. There's half the half the period left. And Edmondson decides, yeah, this game's over. Let me go cross-check Bunts on the numbers from behind where Bunts yeah, isn't even looking play. at him. Cross-checks him. First off, Edmondson, go fuck yourself, okay? You slimy prick. Second of all, the refs, fuck yourself too, okay? The refs looked at that play and what they decided... Was that it was, it it was Bunce's fault. Bunce to Bunt the the Leafs went on uh, the the Leafs got the got the penalty called on them for that. Are you kidding me? How does uh, that uh, even happen? I know I know I've, I've heard people saying that Bunting was diving, but how do you oh, dive and cross check to the back? Though? It doesn't matter. The moment that there's some kind of contact being made from the back, are you kidding me? Who cares? You can't be doing that type of shit. And the fact that Unless the Leafs went down for that and they called oh unsportsmanlike behavior from from Bunce. Like, come on, dude. Give that me was a two break. minutes. Break. That that was a penalty. Two minutes. Michael Bunting for existing. That was what they gave it to him for existing. Yeah, they're like, like, oh yeah, Bunce, you got hit in the back. Yeah, <laughs> that's your fault, bunting, buddy. Yeah. But like, 
you know, like diving, I understand. If somebody dives, you got to give them the penalties. Dude. But how do you dive when you're hit from behind? Because exactly. Unless, if Michael Bunting is actually like Neo from the Matrix and has like senses from behind him, he's wasting his talents in the NHL. Like he should be, <sighs> he should be doing something else. He should be just, like, he should be an astronaut or something because like it, being a mere NHL player for somebody with such spatial awareness, like he could be doing so much better for the world. But no, I mean, <laughs> and, and what did I want to say? Something with bunting. Like there's something there. Yeah. I, yeah. The refs, I, I think that like, I know everyone loves like it's it's a hot topic all the time, but you can't deny that the guy has a reputation and a bad one. I think he's got to like, I don't know, like it's Easter Day. Got he's got to like give him. He's got to like bake some cookies, like <laughs> an edible arrangement to the referees. I don't know something. Listen, sign dude. a stick. You know, I don't know, man. <laughs> I, I'm sorry. Like I, I, my apologies for the swearing. I am very heated about that. He's but heated. come. On man, it's ridiculous. I Bunts really just can't get anything going for him. This really seems like, like Cadre, except at least Cadre retaliated when when he was called uh called for a penalty in the playoffs and when he was thrown out of the game and whatnot. Bunts is not reacting. He's getting abused out there, and he's still getting the penalty against him as well. You can what? tell he's, he's 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 become Zen Bunting. Like he's trying. Yeah. Like the last game, was saying to Lord, like they they were like rustling him up in the corner, and he's just like he's just like oh, okay yeah i'm happy he didn't react breathe in, but breathe out. <laughs> dude the, but that that goes to a larger point here right it's gonna we be thought, something in the playoffs yeah well yeah definitely but it's gonna be something even before the playoffs right we still have a couple games left in the uh, left in the season. I believe we have three more games left. We have yep. uh, the Panthers, we have the Lightning, and then the Rangers. Right, mm -hmm. three more games. We saw today a game against the Habs. Yes, it's it's a big rivalry. Rivalry. Yes, they're gonna be um, they're, they're gonna be heated, especially when they're down seven one. But let's say in that play. Bunce gets hurt when he got gets cross check. Let's say that Samsonov gets injured uh, or injures himself when he he goes to make that uh, well, or try to not, cover up the. Let's the not say that. No, no, but 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 that to that point, like, why are we playing these guys? We're resting Riley. We're resting TJ Brody. I think we really, really need to be resting more players. Like Samsonov, I don't want to see him play another game again. Not for this regular season. Throw him in the in the playoffs, but I don't want to see him start in another another game. You cannot yeah. risk it. He is the only. I do not trust Matt Murray in that at all. I no. just want to be ab ab abundantly no. clear with that. I do not no. trust Matt Murray no. in the net. Samsonov is our only freaking chance. You you cannot let him go down. Ice the man. Do you agree uh, with that? To a point, like. There's the argument, and it's a tough argument, always rest versus rust. Like, especially a goaltender, it's about rhythm, right? So mm -hmm. if he were to go on ice for two weeks, or like, I, I think the playoffs are, what, the 17th? So you're talking about nine days. So nine to ten yeah, days. Yeah, so the last game is on that's the a, is on the 13th. Anyways, yeah, so that's, but, a lo that's a yeah. long layoff for one goalie to where it may, like, it may affect him negatively going into the playoffs. So I would say... At least, like, one of the games, yeah. you have him out, like, you know, you go with Wall, you you, you make you do some cap shenanigans, you bring Shelgren in, whatever you have to do, Matt Murray gets in, but I, I don't think you can outright rest him fully, and the same goes for everybody else, like, I understand maybe, like, one game here and there, yeah. 
But there's a reason why they don't wholesale, like, load manage everyone at the same time. I don't think they want to ruin the good things that Matthews, Tavares, Marner, Nylander are doing right now because they are absolutely clicking. So I, I don't know. I think it's okay to have them in, you know, obviously manage their minutes, but I don't think wholesale resting them, no. I mean, you can't always think what if an injury happens because you could think that at any time of the season, right? So I, I agree, but I think with yeah. Sam's not like I understand resting the other guys, the other forwards, maybe one game here and there, just like um we're doing with Riley and Brody, right? But for Sam Samsonov, he's so integral to our success. Um maybe like if you if you really want him back and, and just to uh, make sure the rust doesn't uh doesn't hit him, like just rest him for the next two games against the Panthers and the Lightning, especially the Lightning. Please let him not get injured against the Lightning game. And just bring him back for the Rangers game then and have that be his his uh his um shake off the rust Marcus. game. Yeah. Right? Yeah, I mean yeah, you know, Matthew was saying, Wall is young and hungry. Let him start rest of the games. Yeah, I mean... Well, the problem is we can't bring up Wall anymore, right? With Matthew Nyes, uh, when we take Matthew Nyes on, on Sunday, and we're probably going to call him up as soon as possible, um, we don't have any contract positions. That's the whole reason why we had to yeah. reassign Wall back into the Marlies. Weird. So, so, like, they actually can't bring him in unless, unless like, Matt Murray, for example, can't is not ready to go as the LCIR, right? So that's why I think um, I think there's there's more to this, right? Uh, we've been hearing about Matt Murray uh, potentially being ready to go soon, right? Sooner rather than later. I yeah. think the reason why they decided to put Wall down and, and bring up Matthew Nyes is because they're they're assuming that Matt Murray would be is going to be healthy sooner rather than later, especially considering the fact that we have a back-to-back, -back, right? So the Panthers and the Lightning's game, that's a back-to-back, -back, right? We played the Panthers on Monday, we played the Lightning on Tuesday, right? Mm -hmm. You're going to need two goaltenders for that. You can't just rely on Samson to play both the games for that situation, right? So yeah. I think that they, I think Sam, uh, I think Matt Murray is expected to return sometime soon, um, hopefully, fingers crossed. And so maybe you put him in and have him uh, not only ramp up, but also uh, take some of the minutes off of Samson off, right? Totally. Yeah, I mean, yeah, that's the only like, logical I, conclusion I can think yeah. of. Yeah, I mean, let's just hope there's no updates about his groin injury. Let's just assume that everything is okay for this very moment. Uh, before we go, like, I, I do want to acknowledge something that, that like, the Leafs obviously have beat up on the Habs. The Habs are down bad this season, but, like, when I look at their roster, like, they're cap-friendly and what they got going on, I don't think they're going to be down bad very long. Am I wrong to say this? Like, there's some scary potential there. Especially, I mean, they have the sixth highest lottery odds. I mean, the Fab Five of tanking are, like, untouchable. You have the California, you know, you have Anaheim, you have San Jose, you have Columbus, Chicago, and I'm missing somebody else. Um, uh, let me let me look. Columbus, Chicago, Anaheim, San Jose, and Montreal. Yeah. Yeah, so they, they're Fab good. Five. I mean, they're... So, like, I mean, God forbid they get the top pick because that would mean they would have a core of Bedard, Suzuki, Doc, uh, Caulfield, yeah. like that's a top six. Like how, how, there's just, that's goals galore, especially if Connor Bedard is as good as advertised. So let's pray that they don't get it. I, you know what I'm going to do? I'm literally going to sim the lottery right now. I'm on tankathon.com. I'm going to sim the lottery. You're, you're really calling Matt. Thank God. Thank Andrew God. and See, Mark no. are coming for your head after this, eh? Yeah, Philadelphia got it. So Philadelphia, number one pick. I think I think Philadelphia would deserve the number one pick. I'd be okay with that. Uh -huh. you, know, you know, turn turn that team around. You know, let, let Montreal keep the sixth pick, you know, keep the Florida pick. But no, honestly, if they keep if they keep if they 
hit on those picks, even if they don't move up and they, they use their cap space, right? Yeah, look out. They, they're going to be the next team up behind the Leafs, I, I think, as Boston and Tampa, if they ever age out, which I don't think they ever will. I think they're bionic and forever. <laughs> Yeah, no, that that's that's very true. Montreal fans, you guys have a lot uh, a lot going for you. Um, you got a young young team, and hopefully uh, they turn around soon rather than later. Because honestly, having a fun Habs team that that we can play off against and have a good series against, that's always fun. Like let's let's be honest, Habs yeah. Bruins, those are fun. Those are fun games. We have a lot yeah, of fun. Any of the game teams, and, I, and I'm biased because we all have the. Um... We're we're all co-workers with the rest of the Canadian markets, right? We want everybody <laughs> to do well. Like if it were up to me, all seven teams are in the playoffs. They're the top seven teams in the league. Okay. Oh, forget about that. If it was up to me, bring back uh the Quebec Nordiques. Let's go. Yeah. So we'll have game <laughs> over. Get more Canadian Quebec. teams. <laughs> game over Quebec. Game over Halifax. <laughs> game over Game over Sault Ste. Marie. We'll love that. The Leafs oh, just geez, yeah. buy that team, That's right? Dubis is Dubis is ready to jump ship at that point. <laughs> you got STPN. Next thing yeah. you know, Dubis is STPN. You know, he's gonna he's gonna he's gonna move to the media side. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, oh ifs man. And buts. But yeah, one quick update I wanted to say um about the NCAA uh finals. So the game is yeah, now yeah. tied. It's tied. Minnesota Minnesota in uh Quinnipiac. I hope I'm saying that right. Quinnipiac. Is that is this the is this the fuck? Is this like the finals? This is the finals. This is a championship game. This is the last game. Oh, this is the championship I game. Been, I have not been following. Yeah, this. no, no, no. This is a championship game. There's a minute left in that third period. So guys, tune into that to see to see if our boy Matthew Nyes um, Nyes can can win it there. We have another guy in there as uh, as well. Uh, what's his name? Uh, Mikey Coster. Boy? That's what what it is. Oh. Mikey Coster. Oh. He's uh he's another one of our guys. He's a he's a um a lefty man, and he's also playing on that team. So, fingers crossed. Let's let's hope and pray that Minnesota wins because I really want to see a championship for Matthew Nyes and then bring back that energy straight to Toronto. But straight here. That's gonna do it here from us. Thank you everyone for watching. Thank you guys for for tuning in. We had a lot of comments, a lot of people here excited about this Leafs game. The Leafs won 7-1 against the Canadians. And on Monday, they're going to be playing off against the Panthers, hopefully, with uh, Matthew Nyes in a, in a not only a Toronto contract, but also an NCAA win. Fingers crossed. Yeah, just be like, I have more rings than you. Shut up! I'm on the first line now. Yeah, I would just be just. <laughs> the he just first comes line. in. Sheldon Keith is like, listen, Bunton. <laughs> he's a champion, and you're not. So whatever he says goes. He like he's like going to be carrying his bags like, like the opposite of rookie. Oh yeah, yeah, of course. Yeah, that's, that's yo, exactly what's going to happen. In. Thanks everybody for tuning in. We love you. Uh, please like and subscribe. Tell all your friends. Share the show, and uh, let them know the playoffs are coming. And like we're bringing the heat. You know, I'm I'm mm-hmm. looking, I'm 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 making some calls and you know, you know, sending some emails, you know. I hope hoping there's gonna be some some fun things to show you guys. But uh yeah, we're bringing the absolute heat for the playoffs, so don't miss it. Again, from SDPN, my name is Fuad Suleiman. We'll catch you later. And my name's Harnish Patel. You can follow me at Harnish underscore Patel98 on Twitter. Have a great night, everyone. Good night. by Sports Interaction, Canada Sportsbook.